Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing aides who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling home and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by my co-host, Sharon McNamara. Say hello, Sharon. Hello. Hello. I know you're doing something over there. Sorry. Um, And then, of course, we have the one and only Kristen Howlett. Hello. Hello. Kristen is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, but uh, if our listeners haven't heard you before on our show, even though you're sort of a staple now... (laughs) Perpetual fill-in. You're the perpetual fill-in. Why don't you reintroduce yourself to all of our listeners? My name is Kristen Howlett. I'm a full-time realtor at Boston Boston Connector. Um, I service pretty much anywhere in Massachusetts. Um, You can follow me on Facebook, Kristen Howlett Realtor. Same. Is it? What's the Instagram handle? Yeah. My Instagram (laughs) handle is Kristen Howlett at... Kristen Hallett, really? Uh, yeah, well, you we might just, want to figure that out before well, you say we it. Well, we just <laughs> I, remember. I just, I just deleted my, uh, yeah. pro, my personal. Yeah. and just doing one. Now you just have the one. A, yes, yes. But, um, but yeah. But you're joining me, and I think you're gonna, you're gonna try to come on once a month with me. Correct. We have, we have fun once a month. Fun, we're having fun once a month. <laughs> no, we have fun every Tuesday. What, well, because you're standing. Um, we are live on Facebook, so be sure to follow Boston Connect Real Estate, Sharon Costa McNamara, McNamara Broker Team, all the Connect pages. Um, so follow along. Um, tonight we're talking all about home buyers. So this morning I called in and talked to Rob um, and just mentioned on air this morning that we've really been focusing a lot on sellers. And obviously it's because we don't have a ton of inventory. However, there's still a ton of buyers out there. And whether you're a first-time home buyer or a repeat buyer, the show is going to be for you, right? Absolutely. Yeah. My, this was my, your idea. I know, and my head is spinning because you're so right. I was trying to, as soon as you said, we've been focusing on selling because we're trying to get more inventory, but you're right. There's still so many. There, uh, there are so many buyers. And like all of our listeners know, I am a first-time home buyer. I am out there trying to find something, and it's tough. I mean, it, it's definitely tough. It's not just the inventory. It's also the interest rates. It's I did buying just get power. something under agreement for oh. first time oh just saying well can you talk about that mm-hmm. journey for a second 
Yes, I tried to get them. So I did ask a question. Um, I was hoping to get some um, buyers to call in this evening um, or work out. But um, this is interesting because these are first-time home buyers that I started talking to about two years ago, just over Ooh. two years. The one thing they didn't know, which Sharon and I spoke about earlier today, and I think we can touch upon things that maybe sometimes first-time homebuyers don't know. When are you ready? Mm-hmm. And number one is you need a consistent two-year job. Yeah. And they didn't know that at the time. They had they had a really good down payment that they had saved up. They were ready to go. They were super excited. And that was kind of like, what is that when you put the like yeah, like, deflating? Yeah. Because yeah, they were they were ready. They were so excited. Mm-hmm. And then we had to. So they did. And then they started talking about um, getting married. They mm-hmm. came to, I, I had a super successful first time home buyers class here, which they came to. Yeah. And we started talking about um, the potential for them to start looking, putting their, dipping their feet in the pool. Mm-hmm. And then they decided, no, we'll get married first. Yeah. And she qualifies for a VA loan and the VA benefits, but she also wants to wait, have to be. And then the more we started talking about it and we started looking at the prices, the interest rates, were, it might not be worth it to wait to get yeah. those VA benefits yeah. when, and that's exactly what happened. We went in, we put in a couple offers, we lost out. So you've been working with them for two years. Um, over two years. Yes. Okay. I just helped her brother buy a house. Yeah. And I, I know that you had mentioned in, bef- in the beginning of that story is you don't really know where you're at until you have the conversation. So that's very true to my journey is like, I, I had no idea if I was even ready or like where I was. I was, even though I'm in the industry, I was so naive to like, even really knowing if I was there. I had a meeting with Jasmine and I sat with her for like two hours and she just like showed me. Who's Jasmine? Jasmine Glasgow from Maritime Mortgage. She is my loan officer. She comes on the show. um, And she, you know, she sat down with me and was like, no, Melissa, you're like, you're there. You're, you're at the end of the road. You're ready. You can close in like two weeks. And I was like, what? (laughs) You know, but you don't know until you have that journey or you have that conversation. So I feel like that is sort of the first step. If you know a a realtor and you might not know a loan officer, that realtor is going to have people in their back pocket where it's, we're a team, you know, and Sharon, I know you're like chomping at the bit over there to say something. No, I I am not chomping at the bit. (laughs) I am chomping a little bit because I realized I'm hungry, but um, I did want to break in just for one, one quick minute because we are testing out something right now. um, And I have some of my friends from Clubhouse that are actually listening in and they can hear us, which is great. But one of the things that we always say is, I wonder, we know we're super hyper local, so we know what's going on in our neck of the woods. But I always like to hear what's going on in other parts of the country as well to see if they have, you know, the same situations going on there. Um, but tonight, I just want to take a quick second just to see if everything is working okay, if that's okay with the two of you. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I have Rue and Courtney um, that are here, and I'm also going to bring up uh, Donna. So, Rue, can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. I can. Perfect. <laughs> Rue, can you, um, and I know that this was like such like impromptu, so I appreciate you doing that, but can you um, tell every tell all of our listeners here and I think a lot of people in Massachusetts will be very interested in where your neck of the woods is uh, because we have so many snowbirds. If you could just let everybody know who you are and uh, what areas you service, what states. Absolutely. Uh, my name's Rue Clares. I am a realtor down in sunny Florida. 
I am in what they call Central Florida, which is lovely because uh, we do not get attacked by hurricanes as uh, much as the outer um, edges of the state. Um, my main areas that I serve are Orlando and Kissimmee, home of the Mickey Mouse, uh, Walt Disney World, and um, a couple of ancillary areas that honestly... <laughs> If you don't live here, you probably don't know what they are, but um, they end up being very desirable insight winners. So I, I serve what I call the greater Orlando area. Mm. And Rue, I went to Florida Southern College, so I'm very familiar with your uh, with your area. It's it's in Lakeland, if you know where the school is. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of my friends from college still live in the area, and they, you know, we, of course, because I'm in real estate, they always talk to me, like, when they're buying a house or selling their house, and they're like, is this normal? Like, what? And they, they're, like, living in mansions compared to what we're living in up here at the same price. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could get, you know, a three, four bed bedroom for that price and up here it's like oh my goodness I'm know, still right? I'm still looking after a year mm. <laughs> um, but yeah I'm very familiar with your area so Rue we um, so earlier today I reached out to a couple of my buyers one has just purchased and we closed at the end of June and the other is she just got something under agreement and mm-hmm. I asked them two questions of what what they were the most surprised about and both of them up here, we are back in multiple offer situations. Everybody's going way over ass. And nice. those were the two answers that um, you really have to, how quick you really have to be to put in a competitive competitive offer. And you, he said, you get no time after the open house. And the wow. other was the same, how much over they had to go in order to be competitive. So full disclosure, when I have first time home buyers, I never want to squash their spirit. So I try to I try to guide them and I try to tell them what's competitive and I kind of let them figure it out. Unless unless I really think that it would be they would be crushed if they didn't get it. And I always go back to the listing agent and say, "Listen, can you tell us where we were in the offer?" And I use that as a conversation because sometimes they just have to come to the real. You know what I mean? Like I could say you have to go in $40,000 over and they'll think I'm crazy. But until it comes back, like you were the lowest offer, which we were a couple of times. But um, that's kind of one of my tactics. But are you guys seeing buyer? Are you guys in multiple offer situations? And are you, is everybody going significantly over ask where you are? So in, in my area, um, I don't feel like that is true of every property. Um, I have been working with an investor who's um, doing a 1031 exchange and we've, you know, we've been, I think we've, we're working on our 10th property to use up the monies. I will tell you that the entry level home, um, and by that I mean in the 350 to four range. So like first time home buyers? Yep. Yep. Those tend to be pretty competitive and um, it is, it is a little trickier to if they're priced correctly to um get those uh without uh getting into a quick turn as far as going over um i i haven't seen a lot of that but they do go pretty fast and and it might go you know somewhere under 20 over but not much and then 
what I have been very successful in right now is actually under the prices. But to be real, we're so yeah. we're not there at all. Yeah. So here's here's what you need to understand. In Florida, we have about four. Okay. So what's happened is our market is still increasing, and um, the the thing about the market here is even though our pricing isn't, it's not like the last two years we had a 70% increase. And so the equity is phenomenal. You know, you just made 10 years worth of equity in two years. The, this year has been around 5% increase. So it's still increasing, but it's not increasing at that rapid of a rate, which is good. What has happened though, is that many sellers are still of the mindset that they should ask for these aspirational price tags for their properties. And that is not a thing right now. So that is why I think I'm able to come in a little bit lower and get it back to the price that it should have been listed at, as opposed to going with the, and some people say no, you know, some people are like, nope, that's our price. And some of these houses will sit for, I mean, there's some houses that are like almost a year. Really, you going in immediately when it comes on with that low offer? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the house. You know, uh, it, I, I will tell you that I'm definitely more successful when it's been on the market for a minute. Yeah. We are um, seeing that. Like, we definitely are seeing if something's not priced right. Yeah. It if it's sits, not priced right and it, yeah. it, it it's sitting, we definitely yeah. know that, that it, it has to do with price. I mean, it's one thing to see a property go on and off the market mm-hmm. a couple of times. And usually that indicates maybe a home inspection or financing mm-hmm. or something fell through. But if it's been yeah. sitting there and we it hasn't gone over. Yeah, we, we are seeing a lot of back on markets, which is an indicator. And if I guess we made the calls, we could you know talk to the agents and be like, OK, what was the reason why it came on? It could be because some came up in home inspection yeah. or whatever because we're seeing home inspections again not everybody is waiving their home inspection um and i don't know what it's like in florida um when it comes to home inspections and whether or not you waive it and and whatnot but um yeah i mean we we are definitely seeing that if a property is sitting on the market it usually has to do with price we're seeing a lot of distressed property yeah uh, I feel like- yeah we don't yeah we don't have distressed here but i will tell you that i am able to do ins- i i never did not do inspections um, even when it was wild and crazy, but I'd have to do an inspection in like five days. Now I can push it to 12 days. Oh, oh wow. interesting. Um, yeah. But uh, to your point, if it's priced right and it's a, in, a, in, you know, all the right things are going on, that will, that house will go fast. Mm. It yeah. will be off the market in two days. My so other that strategy still happens here. My other strategy right now is to go after the back on markets as soon as they come on. If it's something that's even remotely, like I just had clients, we just looked at one um, and it's nice. And I think, you know, we, we tagged it. What do we call it? Backward momentum. When, when things come back on and you know, you, you've missed that excitement of the open house and all those things. And, Mm -hmm. and then they come back on market and I try to swoop in if I think it's, you know, a good fit for one of my buyers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Swooping in and getting it for my buyer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's true, you know, it, especially it's, it, and Sharon does like a great job at like telling or showing sellers really when she does her CMAs, like showing you how she got those numbers. Ultimately it's, um, you know, what the seller is comfortable, 
you know, listing ad, but, uh, you know, all we can do is educate them. Um, but, you know, Sharon does a great job of just being like, this is how I got the number. This is how everybody's going to get the number. Um, so if it is, you know, overpriced, it, it may sit there unless you get a buyer that comes along and says like, you know what, I'm just, I'm so tired of this, uh, of the race and being beat out by whatever, or they completely fall in love with your house and they don't care what the price is, which mm. would be lovely for me if I could do that well that's what we have to get our snowbirds out there right so according to rue in her location right she doesn't seem to be having the same issues that we're having they may be having some low inventory but doesn't seem like they're having multiple offers but maybe we have some clients that might be ready to move south I'm ready to move south. Mark Me isn't. Too. I have to go with him. But um, Brian and I just talked about this over the weekend, and I just said, "You will never stop talking about it and teasing me because don't it will never me. happen. Don't it tease will never me, happen. Brian. Yeah, he he would um, never he would never leave his mom. He would never leave his family. He wouldn't. Well, we know if anybody needs to go to that Orlando area, that Rue is definitely the person we should get them in touch with. And Courtney, Donna, and Sheila, I'm going to make you a mod as well. And thank you, ladies, for just jumping in and seeing if this all works, because this will bring us to a different area that we can do some things with podcasting and stuff. So we're excited about that. Um, So Courtney, Donna, Sheila, any of you just want to, I sort of broke into um, Melissa and Kristen's show tonight. So quickly let everybody know maybe where you're from and the areas that you serve. So our WATD listeners can... um, check in with you if they're looking for a home outside of Massachusetts. I think you have to call upon one Wait, <laughs> before they all talk at once. Did we explain that um, Clubhouse is kind of let you collaborate with other agents and people in the industry? And mm. yeah. Well, you know, so yeah. tell everybody, tell our WATU listeners. You, you, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I like to go on to Clubhouse every day. I've been sort of in this weird thing because a lot of the rooms have been at the same times, like topics that I'm interested in, so it's like been, I can't divide and conquer, so I go back and listen. But I would say Clubhouse is basically a podcast app that's interactive. Don't you think that's yeah, a good way to agreed. put it? So, um, you know, um, part of a group with Rue and Courtney and Don and um, and Shayla, we go. It's called Real Estate from the Heart. Michelle Meinhart, uh, she's down in Atlanta, Georgia. She is uh, the person who started that room, and we all collaborate with each other. And you guys know, I mean, we talk about our culture here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and that's how I feel about Clubhouse. You know, there it's a good group of agents from out, you know, throughout the country and in other countries actually, and it's just collaborating with each other, and we're. I feel lifting each other to be the best that we can be as agents, as being a broker. And that's one of the reasons why I love to listen in and be part of those, I'll call those roundtables as well, because it helps me improve myself as a broker to make sure I can bring our, you know, what's relative and relevant in the industry right now. So um, I'm always amazed at how much people share. Yeah. People, when you're, when you're successful and you're confident, mm-hmm. you you don't mind sharing because you want everyone to be yeah. successful. Enough business. Um, again, to all our WAT listeners, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, and I am here tonight with Melissa Wallace, who is the director of operations and agent relations, as well as Kristen Howlett, who is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate and the self-proclaimed community, what? 
I am the director of community outreach, and <laughs> I am also the director of forms. But yes, the forms committee. <laughs> the forms committee. We have I've never done anything forms. about the forms. Yeah, we have to get on that forms committee. So, um, yes. So, yes, if you have any questions for us from uh, our studio, uh, go through the studio. The phone number, George is in studio, 781-837-4900 is our phone number, and you can reach us. Uh, tonight is a special little surprise because I have some agents joining us throughout from us throughout the country so if you are considering relocating we know that we can help you sell your house and these fine people that i have on my stage here can help you find a new house so who wants to go next courtney donna sheila any of you want to talk to my listeners out there sure hey listeners good (laughs) evening sheila santini calling in from sunny southwest florida um Going back to your collaboration, I love it because, uh, you know, when when professionals get together and mastermind like we do every day, we just uplift and elevate our industry as a whole. So it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'd be happy to talk about stats or any answer questions. I've got a different picture than y'all have um, out there. So let me know what you want to know. So hi, Sheila. It's Kristen Howlett. And we, so our focus tonight with clubhouse community is buyers whether they're first-time home buyers so what is it like in southwest florida for buyers Mm -hmm. so if they're first-time home buyers they're really challenged with budgets um because they have to go over because no we don't have multiple offers oh (laughs) interesting it's based on the affordability index of our inventory um and what the insurance quotes are coming out on listings oh interesting Mm. see i didn't even think of that so um that's a big issue of course if you're you know if you're a retiree or a relocation established not a first-time home buyer you're a little more comfortable with your budget um and you get a dose of reality of what you can get for that money if you're coming from, you know, kind of higher end areas, you're going to get a lot for the money used to spending, especially in that Boston area, for sure. So you mean if somebody had sold up here, wanted to relocate down there, our, our season, somebody who's been up here for 20 plus years is a much, is a much, I'm not going to say favorable, but they're well, a they'll more secure. A yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Sheila, just for us up here. Um, we actually have Florida weather up for those of us up here. When we say Southwest, we think of like the entire coastline of being the Southwest. So can you tell me exactly? So are you like Naples, Fort Myers, those areas, Clearwater, Clearwater as well? Clearwater is not considered South Florida. I would consider, I would consider the Tampa Bay area, West Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, and then once you get South of the Sunshine Skyway bridge, you're heading into Bradenton, Sarasota, coming down into Inglewood. So once you come over that bridge, then you're going to start, quote unquote, Southwest Florida. And that would run you all the way down um, to Marco Island before mm-hmm. you can't go any further until you head east over to Miami, which would be Southeast Florida. Why don't you give us a little update? So is Sanibel anything living over there right now? Rebuilding Fort Myers Beach? How's everything looking? I know I have two brother-in-laws 
one in Naples, uh, he's rebuilding the permitting process. Uh, atrocious. Atrocious. That, thank you. That's the word. And uh, my other brother-in-law in Fort Myers, he is about three miles from Sanibel and his house. So mm -hmm. that shows you how far that all went. But things are coming back together because that's one of the things, too. It's like there's so many worries. We could have a whole show just with Sheila, to be quite honest. Like, what do you look for? Like, what are we looking for for our buyers? What are you looking for? Because were people just taking the insurance money and maybe not rebuilding or not rebuilding the correct way? Or are you seeing being done pretty much legitimately? All of the above. That's why you need above. a professional. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, and the ones, so the ones that were closest to the water that got the most amount of flooding, right? Those people are uh, of means. Let's, no other way to describe it. So they were able to quickly get in cut out drywall, rip out bottom cabinet, and get it all replaced and, and move back in real quickly. Here's what we don't Did they properly remediate? Did they suck the moisture with all the proper machinery out of all of those studs um, and the interior wood? Or did they just put mm. drywall on top of um, So I am encouraging, uh, requiring for a better term, for all of my agents working with buyers in in homes that had water damage, go through the mold disclosure in complete detail and encourage them to get an actual mold inspection. That's really good advice. Um, so thank you again for just popping in. We're like trying to monitor like so many things that are moving pieces right now. So um, Sheila, if people, and I'll get back to Rue as well, because I forgot to do that. But Sheila, if people wanted to get in touch with you because they're interested in your area, they will of course say that uh, we sent them your way. How would they get in touch with you? Sure, Sharon. Thanks for asking. The, the, probably the easiest to remember would be SheilaSantini.com. Um, that's S-H-E-I-L-A. S-A-N-T-I-N-I dot com. Perfect. And then you can always reach me on um, on social channels, you know, DM, that type of thing. But everything's under Sheila Santini at GRI, which stands for Graduate or Realtor Institute. Thank you. Mm, I'm a graduate. I'm also something in common. Thank you again, Sheila. I appreciate it. Um, girls, I'm going to let you sort of go ahead, go on to your topic. And then we are on Clubhouse. So if anybody has any questions or anything, I'm going to listen. I'm going to watch the chat for you. Uh, but if anything, anybody has anything pressing, uh, they'll certainly be able to find time. So you might have all these like little visits tonight. So, and I promise Courtney and Donna, we will get to you at the end of the show and let everybody know where you are as well as um, Michelle. All right, Kristen, common challenges and misconceptions. You, I feel like, are heavily a buyer's agent. Do you mm -hmm. agree? Yeah. This year. This year. Definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. this year. So, Okay. Part one of my question, why do you think that? Because I feel like I asked Emmy that last week too. Um, why do you feel as though you're helping more buyers this year than sellers? And two, um, what are some of the, your common challenges that you're having with these buyers? Um, I think there is just, I think we are in this weird limbo of people who aren't quite ready to sell, or maybe they would entertain selling, but they have nowhere. It's just our lack of inventory. Mm -hmm. But yet we have so many buyers we do and I do do um I do do a lot of first-time home buyers classes um Christine Fisk is a lender that I do a ton of work with and we do a lot of the first-time home buyers classes together so it just kind of like I said I I helped somebody in May mm -hmm. um I had reached out her, her his sister had reached out to me first and then he wasn't quite ready he ended up buying first so it's referrals um you know it's it's I think it's a combination of 
just there's so many qualified buyers right now and not enough houses and everybody wants to be a homeowner yeah i and i i said this last week when um emmy flaherty who's a full-time realtor here at boston connect real estate as well she was on um as my co-host last week and she was saying that she the majority of her her you know sales this year were working with buyers and i found that so interesting where when you know the lack of inventory is so low but you you have high success rate in getting buyers accepted off so it's like you're doing something right getting these these offers accepted correct yes I think it's educating the buyers I think the buyers really in order for and and I we we talk about this I probably sound like a broken record but I have them come in Mm -hmm. we sit it at the conference room we go over everything. I go over every question. And it's not just first-time home buyers you're doing this with. You're right. doing this with any any person that you're helping buy something. So right. whether you've bought something in the past couple of years or 20 years ago, or even if you're selling a family home, yeah. you know these are the same com- conversations that you're having with your buyers. Right. And just what to expect, how we're going to communicate. But really, I don't sugarcoat it. I, I just yeah. say it's, you know what, you have to have thick skin. We're going to probably, you know, put in, I think there's a statistic right now with mm-hmm. us that you're putting in the five or six. And don't you think like the buyer fatigue is just so real? I mean, it is, but I think if, if they go, I, if, if they really want to buy, mm-hmm. okay, they have to kind of expect, does it happen? Yes. It happened with the one that closed in June, his first offer, we went in, we ended up getting it. I think it was a combination of things that ended up happening. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in when it's going to happen. When, when, when it will meant yeah, to be. When right? it's meant to be, it will. And I do think that you do have, I do have certain strategies, you know, that you kind of try to make your offer. I did get a compliment from an agent recently that said, you did a great job advocating for your client without being annoyed. <laughs> and I do say, I, and I'm always like, I, I got to give you one more, you know, so we're doing things like Christine is putting them through underwriting. Yeah. Where, so that's, that's huge. So I can say confidently, listen, I know we're seeing a lot of back on markets and I know a lot of it is because of buyer financing. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's not going to happen. Yeah. If that's what your seller's worrying about, guess what? Now, sometimes the seller is all about the money mm-hmm. yeah and, and they get a cash offer and they boot everybody's got great yeah. financing yeah and but sometimes we can't compete with that and i think it is really important for us as real estate agents to be playing nice in the sandbox so to speak right i mean because maybe they have this listing and if you're just being a brat and just being aggressive and well we've been hearing stories i mean last over the weekend i was away this weekend i got three different crazy situations happened you were one of them right like with just scams and things but an agent is going to remember that because i'll tell you right now i remember every agent who is nasty to me and what happens when something when something falls through and that's another thing too i always say listen Mm -hmm. if things fall through please keep us in mind and who are you going to call the jerk that you know sent the offering half done and was bullying you or the one who was nice well and sometimes too when we're looking at multiple offers and melissa you helped me do this right for my team so mm-hmm. let's just say one of the last ones we had what do we have like 18 offers or something on one of them and as we're going through first of all i don't read the love letters and made the mistake the last time to read a love letter and ended up getting the house right yeah the one in abington yeah and as we're going through there it's almost like it's the agent is the one that is actually discouraging me from thinking about that this might be a good offer because if you can't read the directions and what the offer should look like we we pin it to mls what's the problem here but they don't give the cover sheet they don't give a pre-approval and i feel bad for the buyers that end up 
in situations like that, you know? So mm-hmm. do you have a caller? Mm-hmm. Uh, to talk Ava. about her. <laughs> Ava, yeah. Dissection. Um, we'll give our number one more time for all of our WATD listeners. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Sharon McNamara. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. I am here with my sidekicks and co-host tonight. I have Melissa Wallace, who is the Director of Operations and Agent Relations, as well as Kristen Howlett, who is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston State and uh, usually the Tuesday co-host, but I threw myself into the mix tonight. Hope you don't mind. I know you can talk about me behind my back later. Um, I would like to... I would like to touch upon a few things yes. as a buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's been a long time since you bought. Maybe you are a first-time home buyer. But some misconceptions. Do you need 20% down to buy a house? Does your credit have to be perfect? Well, no, not perfect. No, but it, you can you know, still. Good yeah. enough to get a loan. Dem- yeah, get a depends on how much paying power you want. Mm-hmm. Um, should you should you buy the most expensive? Are these really questions? They are. They are. 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 Who's asking these questions? Who's really asking these questions? No, no, no. No, they are common misconceptions, though. I think that the 20% down is a big one. I know that we have Jasmine on with us frequently. She's big on Clubhouse as well. Um, And we hear that all the time. And I'm always very surprised when I am talking to, well, I don't have 20% down. Well, you don't need that. I think, uh, you know, I w- in the beginning, I, I, I thought I was going to be super stubborn and like stick to like, no, I'm definitely going like this is this is how I'm going to be as a buyer until you find the house that you love. And you're like, I would literally sell my soul to have this. Yeah, yeah. And then you try to sell your soul. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was it's definitely a different I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like a different beast once you're in it. Like you just you don't know as a buyer how much you're willing to either go over or give up or offer or whatever until you're in it and you're like, I want this house. Mm-hmm. And what do I tell you every time? You, ha- you have to come up with a number that you feel good about. Yeah. That if you, if you could walk away from it, yeah. even if it went $1,000 over, you, you kind of have to draw that line in the sand and say, I'm going to be okay if it goes. You, you, it has to be about you because mm-hmm. you could just keep, you know, I'm thinking about Kim Kardashian on um, the Kardashians <laughs> when she was when she was bidding for um, Betty White's dollhouse. Oh, oh I did not see that. Oh, yeah, episode. she kept going. <laughs> 10,000 more, 20,000 more, 30,000 more. Well, we don't have Kardashian money. Um, I have <laughs> the Melissa Wallace that came money. To mind. But you, you get what I'm saying. You yeah. feel like you would, at that point, you would do anything to be yeah. a homeowner. Mm-hmm. It's worth what you're willing to pay for it, right? right. And yeah. that's the thing, I think, what makes a difficult job for us as I'm a very strong listing agent. What makes it very difficult too is, you know, the sellers are seeing, oh, well, my neighbor got $100,000 more than what they put it on the market for. My house is better than his. So I should not only be on, he was on for 600, he got 700. So I should be on for 700 and expect 800 and trying to, um, but I have five minutes left here because we just heard our doorbell and I know that Melissa has some things to talk about. Oh, we have 10 minutes. Oh, thank you, George. Thank you for keeping me on track. It's been a while since I've been here. (laughs) No worries. Um, I'm just going to open it up to Clubhouse just to see how this all works just to see does anybody have any input into this topic as well uh to follow along what Kristen and melissa were saying about the desperation of buyers and maybe they could give us some tips like what is what has helped them like i just said we we 
my buyers are most of them are underwritten before we even put an offer in. We can, do that. we can do that some round robin stuff here if anybody has any tidbits that they'd like to share. Uh, so I'm just going up to our room. Anybody want to discuss anything? Understand that this is radio. Like we're live. Like we can't have. I know. Silence. I feel like you have to call on. You can't have any dead air at all on radio. <laughs> you cannot have any dead air Very on true. radio. So I don't know who. Okay, so Ray, if you wouldn't mind, uh, first of all, tell us who you are and where. Uh, you are located in our wonderful country. Uh, my name is Ray Allen. I'm a real estate agent in Arkansas. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, welcome to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. This is our live radio show. We are located in Massachusetts. So if anyone's going to Arkansas, we will make sure that you get to Ray. But Ray, what are you seeing with your uh, buyer clients? And what are some, maybe some little tips that you have to make them stand out from the rest? What do you have in your toolbox? And are you seeing multiple offers? Because we were very surprised to hear from Rue and Sheila that they're not. Yeah, we're still seeing it here. I, it's, it's interesting to see what's happening just kind of around the country. Whenever you have, um, you know, some of the major metros are actually seeing a little bit of a price decline, but in other areas, you know, the flyover states and things like that, we are seeing some multiple offers as people are moving into our area. So it's been a huge influx of people for us. Um, I mean, the, the number one concern that we have right now is affordability for most of our clients are looking at 7% rate. They're a little nervous about it. But one of the things we're trying to communicate with them is that there was a study done, I guess it was a couple of months ago, that said 78% of buyers are waiting for interest rates in the fives. And if that's the case, the last time buyers were waiting around for a specific interest rate, when that interest rate hit, home prices went up about 25%. So if it happens again and home prices go up another 15 to 20%, then it's still almost a better deal for someone to buy currently in the 7% range. And then there's other people who are like, well, what if the rate never goes down? Well, if the rate never goes down, you bought at 7%, so you're still at a lower rate than you would be in the future had you waited. And if you wait, home prices are still going to increase. So we're just trying to educate most of our clients and let them know, like, one of the reasons why we all feel like the market's going to crash and everything's going to go south is because we were alive during the one anomaly that that actually happened. Mm -hmm. But every, every time, every other time in history, it's never happened. Our, you know, our great grandparents, our grandparents, our parents, they didn't think it would ever happen. And it only happened once due to fraud in the marketplace. And there's just not that. The major problem that we have right now is inventory. And that there's no solve for that on the horizon. So if a buyer wants to buy right now, I'm not saying go outside of what you can afford, but buy what you can afford and love living in the house and building equity instead of paying off someone else's mortgage when you're home from them. So a lot of what we're doing right now is educating our clients. On the other side of that, because we are educating our clients, we're actually getting some really good deals for them as some buyers are pulling back in the marketplace. So it's been it's been really good for us actually lately. We're having one of the best years ever uh, for my team and our clients are loving what they're buying. So it's been good here. That's awesome. Mel, do you have any follow-up questions for Ray? Yeah, not a question. It's just a comment. You know, Ray, I am a first-time home buyer in this market, and it is tough with the inventory being so low. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm putting in the off in offers. You know, I've been looking for about a year now, um, or pretty much exactly a year, and I've put in four offers. One of them did get accepted. I did walk away after the home inspection, but, um, you know, putting in four offers in one year, and, you know, that's it's significant to me it's significant time in between each offer and every single time I'm like yes I want to put in an offer I have to have that conversation with my loan officer again because my buying power with the interest rates being you know where they're at it, the interest rate was higher now than it was last year so in that year you know I'm looking at the same payment but $75,000 less than what I was looking at last year right um 
so yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. And I, I try to bring that perspective to our show. Um, you know, just being out there with all of our buyers, the clients and all of our buyer listeners, um, just saying, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hang on, I'm hanging on, you know, I've been doing this now looking for a year and I've, you know, Kristen even said that she helped her clients look for two years. So it's definitely not caving into the buyer fatigue, but also it's super important to not only talk to your realtor about new properties, but talk to your loan officer because your buying power may be changing in between, you know, where, when you're putting in the offers. Um, Sharon, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think that it's really, I think it's, you know, what I'm finding interesting right now is how things are similar in some areas and some areas it's not, it's, they're not having the same situations as we're having. I know Rue recently had been talking about how she's still able to do a bully offer. She doesn't know that I don't accept bully offers, but um, <laughs> so she would have a little bit of a fight with me up here. Um, but it's interesting that they're able to do that type of stuff here. But I, I'd love like some little tidbits. What are some things that we're not doing up here to give us the upper edge or the upper hand for our buyer clients? Is there something that we're missing? Mm. I don't uh, know. Recently, Sharon, I had a buyer and she she gave um, non-refundable earnest money and they still didn't take it. Mm. Oh, mm. Yeah. So yeah. Michelle, so this is Michelle Meinhardt. She is calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, she is the best of the best in her area as well. If you want your house staged, uh, mm-hmm. she does it all. <laughs> I got to tell you. Um, Michelle, tell people a little bit more about the area that you service. And we only have a few minutes left, so we have to make this quick so we can do, we're live on WATD, so we have to end Just when we two. end. Just two minutes. Yep, Michelle, give your info. Yep, yep. My name is Michelle Meinhart. You can connect with me at sellmichelle.com, and that's Michelle with two L's. I serve North Fulton County and South Forsyth are my two uh, counties, my wheelhouse. So... Perfect. That is how you get a hold of me, and those are the areas I serve. Thank you. Awesome. All right, so we're going to do a better job next time when we go live with Clubhouse and make sure that we get everybody's information. Um, if you did listen tonight uh, and you do have interest in relocating to any state in the United States, I'm sure I can find you a real estate agent in that area. So uh, Kristen and I would be very happy to refer you. We'll just share the referrals, okay? Kristen and yeah. I will become mm-hmm. a team and send out all our referrals. We'll sell, sell your house here <laughs> and move to sunny Florida. Perfect. And Kristen Hallett, full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Well, thank you, Sharon. Kristen at bostonconnect.com. Uh, you can hit me up on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. I am on TikTok, but not real estate. Um, 617-448-4896. 617-448-4896. Or just stop into our gorgeous office and yeah, right have Pembroke a cup of coffee. Yeah. Go to bostonconnect.com. You can find all our information. And we can, uh, we'll can. we be replaying this, right, Melissa, on Talk Real Estate Roundtable on the podcast. Yeah, talkrealestateroundtable.com. Or go to your podcast app, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. George, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. No problem. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Clubhouse. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. We will see you on Saturday talking new construction Saturday morning at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody.